welcome to the Movie Amigos podcast. My name's Josh. I'm Juve. And I'm Gila. <laughs> no, that, okay, I'm Why sorry. I, that's so first. weird. What? That, 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 that little exchange? Oh, oh, let's start over. Nothing welcome to the Movie Amigos I'm podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Gila. And I'm Juve. And together we are... The Juve Amigos. <laughs> Wait. No, let's just keep going. So... Today, we've got a, a topic of discussion. Yes. So not necessarily a movie review. We're going to be talking about our approach to rating movies, how we rate movies. So I brought some talking points, a few things that we can mention and talk about. And Gila brought a detailed list <laughs> of notes and justifications and explanations. It looks like yeah. she wrote a few essays. Um, no, it's literally one page. And there's bullet points. That's there's some small no, handwriting. There's no full sentences. <laughs> but I just needed to, like, clear my brain about it. And I'm like, that's a good... I, when Josh brought this up, he's like, maybe we should talk about the way we review. because, Or, like, the way we rate movies. Because we rate them so weirdly different. Mm-hmm. Even though we all like the same movie, we'll rate it so differently. So Josh brought up a good point. Like, we should talk about that. So here we are. So I wanted to go over my own movies that I've watched and rated, at least some of them. And that's why I made this list. So that I wouldn't be, like, all over the place. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And like Hila said, part of what spurned this conversation was the fact that however you decide to rate a movie is, like, a personal thing. Yeah. yeah. So for us to just go into our, our logic and our reasoning into it. I thought it would be interesting for people to know anyone who might follow us on Letterboxd, they could see our movie ratings. Where Letterboxd is a is an app or a social media platform where you can follow movies, follow different people, and rate different movies from half a star to five stars. So on that note, I wanted to open up with a question. I'll ask you, Juve, what makes a perfect movie for you? Does a perfect <laughs> movie exist? And we hmm. can start from there. That's a fantastic question how should i even answer that so just like movie ratings and why movies exist right the reason for movies mm-hmm. right are is there a perfect movie it all it's all personal okay right okay. right isn't it yeah because, i have to agree yeah because everything at least movies it all it's all subjective mm-hmm. so uh, objective What's the right word? Subjective is like a person's subjective, perspective. Yeah. On so it. it's all subjective. Mm. And so just like movie ratings, just like so there can be a perfect movie for one person and then someone else could say, No, you're wrong because that's not a good movie. Mm. So yeah, I think that that the answer has to be for some people, yeah, for other people, no. Okay. That makes sense. I I, I agree with that response. Now there can definitely be a movie that has a lot of strong points which makes it a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But even in that conversation, some people can disagree and say that those elements are not what make a good movie. So everything is objective, just like movie ratings. I agree with you that there's there's an element, the purpose of film rating and criticism is the discussion of film helps to curate film in a sense where we can establish I don't know if to say like the canon or like like a library of what film is, what the art of film is. So that's where my head's at as to why this conversation is important, because if you don't discuss art, it doesn't cement it like in culture or 
like in the in the cultural landscape or in the what's the word I'm looking for um in the minds in the minds of people as as art as the definition of art for instance or the epitome of art like if there's no discussion around it then then that kind of deflates a little bit it's it's value as an yeah. artistic piece do you do you mm-hmm. agree with that Hila? um yeah but i guess then if that would go into question what is is every piece of film art right that's the question is all of it art or is it just like a fun so i mean i agree with you i think that it is important that we discuss film in general whether we whether we like it or hate it like i think it's good and i feel like this also kind of connects to our first episode where we talked about like one of the important things about film, even if it is the MCU, is that, or any other thing, is that we can talk about it. We can discuss about it. There is things we can talk about, whether it's the story itself or the acting or, or the directing or the special effects or the score or anything else in particular to that film. The fact that we're able to talk about it in itself is really cool. Like I think that's what makes art interesting, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like, Although maybe there's no right answer or wrong answer when it comes to like it's every film art, at least we can confidently say that at least us talking about something makes it interesting and fun and cool. And I guess in a way make it relevant, mm-hmm. even if it's bad. So, I mean, we talk about films we love and they stay with us and we can even hate on films and they stay with us. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what we do, I think maybe like not talking about it would be the bad thing right like like the the thing that the saddest thing about something it's not like hating it or loving it but indifference okay so like not even talking about it that's just like sad and i think that's a good point we'll get into that a little more later too but i think that that was really well said um and it is fun it is fun yeah it's just fun in general just reviewing movies talking about movies giving opinions Mm -hmm cross-examining, analyzing things like yeah, it's, it's enjoyable fun. in itself. So besides in the enjoyment of the film, it has an extra layer to like discover the meanings or or different hidden layers or why things are that way or what the yeah. filmic language is behind something. That is also a fun discovery in itself. And it just in addition to just enjoying or hating on a film upon watching yeah, it. I agree. And I even not even that, like if you're into like if you're a filmmaker or like filmmaking in that aspect, you can also look into like how long it took to produce and what, you know, what took in order for this director to achieve this one shot that was wonderful. Like you can even get into that side of things, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Um, And I feel like that's where the movie ratings go. Right. Because I watch a lot of not a lot as much anymore, but I watch very different movie reviewers that I enjoy and they all re- like f- like review films in a specific way some people do it purely out of entertainment Mm -hmm. other people do it out of like a technical way other people do it because that's that's they've gone to film school they've filmed things before like they are actual like legit people that know the craft very well so it's really cool to be able to like i can go watch one movie and then watch three different perspectives because all three of them are very different Mm -hmm. and either they like it or they don't and it's really cool and i'm hoping that this episode we're able to have that because i know like all of us have very different views on film yeah that's for sure we bring something different when we rate a movie yeah especially and to answer my own question as to whether a perfect movie exists i think you're right that it is personal there are a number of movies that to me i would say are perfect really Mm -hmm. so it's like to me that's a yes 
but I am intrigued. Yeah, I yeah. see. I think I think there are perfect movies, but I have heard people criticize the movies that I think are perfect. Oh, like, mm, I disagree, but <laughs> I still think it's perfect, um, despite the criticism I hear so, about so it. So then, if I'd had to give an answer, I'd say no. Okay, so so what does that what does that mean for a movie for a per- perfect movie not to exist? It means that it means what? What does that mean? It means that nothing is perfect. Okay. Okay, so that, like, in my mind, does that mean that there's something wrong with it? No, not at all. If something isn't perfect, does it mean that it's, that it's bad? Okay. Or that it's there's it's flawed. Well, mm. it could be flawed in some ways, but as in like, as in like, it's it's bad that it's flawed. Something can be flawed and not be bad. Okay. I okay. think within the flaws, it makes it even better. If it was you could perfect, argue that. yeah. Because I don't, I think the question here is, is there a film? I don't think, I think I'm with both of you. Like, if I really looked at my opinion, yeah, there's a perfect film for me. I'm like, that's a perfect film Mm -hmm, for me. mm -hmm. But I don't think I mean it as like, it's literally perfect. Like, no, I think it's just that movie was, it's combined of all the factors that make it perfect for me as an individual. I, I guess I'm getting too caught up with the word perfect. Okay. And this this is going to come well, down that's, to semantics. That's that's part of it. Cause and I think I that makes see... sense. No, but I also agree with Hubert. I don't think they're, like, technically speaking, there's no such thing as a perfect film. That's It's impossible. There's no such thing as anything perfect on this earth ever, whether it's art or, or nature. No, there's, sadly, there's nothing perfect. There's always something, there's always something wrong. And and stuff that even we don't know. For all we know, the director's looking at it like, crap, like that looks so bad. Uh-huh. I messed yeah. that up. Like they know they made a mistake, but to us, like, oh, that's a perfect film. Yeah. That's but like true. we don't even know everything that happened behind the scenes, post production, pre production. Like it could have been a huge mess. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's perfect. But the director's like, that was the worst filming experience I've ever had in my life. That's a really good point. So is there such thing as the perfect, technically speaking? I don't think so. But mm-hmm. I do believe that there is. A perfect film for an individual person if they choose to say, oh, that's a perfect yeah. film for me. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's an equivalence between a perfect film and a five-star rating on a film? So that's a that's really good question. I, mm-hmm. yeah, to, me, to me, when I rate a film five stars, it what that means in my head is that I can't think of anything that would have made it better. Okay, that makes sense. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like none of the story elements, none of the... <clears throat> None of the character work, none of the technical aspects took me out of the film. In fact, it all came together in a way that I couldn't imagine it being put together in a right. better way. So okay. that's what a five star rating means for me. Where I li- I can't I can't picture a way that it could have been better. So for me, most of the time that clap puts it in the perfect a perfect film box for me. Okay. But not always, not all the time. Got it. I see what you mean. See, I have rated films five stars are very few very mm-hmm. rare i'm sure <laughs> yes but but i i see where you come from and i could agree with you and i like your perspective mm-hmm. but if i've rated it five stars it's the word if that word perfect right okay oh so you just take that too like very particular yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, they're amazing and they're really good and i i agree with what you say as in like i can't think of something that would make it better mm-hmm. because Let's say at the time, maybe it's an old a film from the 40s or the 50s. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that they could have done to make it better, especially for the time that it was being made. That is something that I take into account. Yeah, okay. Which is the time, the era that it was made in. Mm-hmm. So 
I agree with you, but I wouldn't say that it's perfect. It's just that word. Yeah, you know. What I mean? Yeah, I think that's. And I know fair. that's what I mean by semantics. Uh huh. Because uh, we live in a we live in a time where things are spoken of in a very, um, you know, in a way of like, uh, um, like oh that's perfect or oh I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, the word love has lost its meaning. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Like, gotcha. Perfect has lost lost its meaning where we just use everything in a, in a. What's the word I'm looking for? In a, in like a looser sense than yes. the actual meaning of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so by perfect, do you mean that it's 100% no flaws, nothing wrong with it? Or by perfect, do you mean, oh, it's just really good? Mm-hmm. For, for me, like... Like it's superior. It's like the best. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a difference between something being really good, like that's amazing, uh-huh. and then perfect. For me, those are two really close things. Okay. Those those are really close. And I like, maybe it's part of it is like me giving respect to the filmmakers because mm-hmm. I understand that they are mere mortals. So the fact yeah. that they can make something that I think is so amazing, I'm like, that really impresses me. So I give them grace. I give them a little bit of grace in that. Mm, and the okay. difference between super, super amazing and superior and perfect, I'm like, that's a small sliver because right. we're not gods. So, mm-hmm. so that's where I'm like, you know, wow, they made something like so close to perfection. Like a 95% is like pretty much 100% for me. Okay. Got it. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. So that we like all I round up a little bit. We all pretty much agree. Yeah, I, I think could, so. Could, I mean, say we say that. it differently, but yeah, I think we do. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So can you think of any examples of five-star movies? But now, movies okay, before that... we continue, that's kind of what I was going to say, like, mm-hmm. I know Josh gives many of them five stars, more than Good. enough. I, I, but Hubert like does not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I I know I give five stars more than Hubert does, but less than Josh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to go this route first yeah. before we get into what actual movies we have as five stars, mm-hmm. because uh, the way we rate them is what I would want to go to next. Yeah, do you, is one of your questions that? Yeah, why yeah. do we rate them the way we rate? Because for me, a five star movie is is not just that it's like technically it's not just the technical aspect part of it is like the heart of the movie if you can Mm -hmm. even quantify that so that's something that's deeply personal to me and whether it left like an emotional impact on me is something that i also factor in Mm -hmm. and i'm very sensitive emotionally so i feel like i'm more susceptible to being moved by a movie Mm. deeply moved by a movie than you guys for example so that's something that maybe can explain the discrepancy between maybe. how many movies sure. I get five stars. Because for me, a five-star rating is, like, easier than a half-star rating to give. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I'm not stingy. I'm not stingy with a five-star review. Yeah. So it's not like I hold it as, like, some holy higher mm-hmm. standard. I'm mm-hmm. like, that movie did what it set out to do. Yeah. It deeply impacted me. I don't know what else I want from a movie experience. Yeah. That's that's And I won't disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. That that's definitely that let's let's go into um what how you came about to cuz there's different rating systems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's the five star, there's 1 through 10. Yeah. There's like I don't know, Jeremy 1 through 100 Jones, also. He does yeah, that, you know. Yeah, like the different types of like moods or whatever. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun if you're it's like a casual view or it's like oh it's like 
what is it? Awesome worth, uh, he also yeah. does like uh, worth buying on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like you know, fun if you're drunk, funny fun time if you're drunk. Mm-hmm. So like, there's different kinds of kinds of rating systems, and we're gonna use the one because the Letterbox because they use five star ratings. Yeah, yeah, and they do half stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to explain my my history with ratings. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the way that I used to rate films, I've always rated them. I guess five star and ten. One out of ten is kind of the same thing yeah. for me because it's like you know one through ten, then half star, one star, mm-hmm. all the way to five. Yeah. And so the way I used to rate films was uh, specifically only on on its technicality and its execution and like some some heart, like you were saying, mm. and never on if it should be recommended or not. Right. Okay. So it would be like if it executed all these things technically. And if the movie has meaning and some kind of purpose and the, not necessarily the message, but like, you know, it, the, the director that he or she make their point come across, mm-hmm. you know, then that would be one through five mm-hmm. and I'll rate it there. But then I started thinking, what's the point of movies? It's not just for them to be perfect, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but for, for other people to view them and it's the ratings is for them to be recommended or not. Yeah. Right. So yeah. people can see whether they want, they can gauge whether they want to see it or not. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, I started shifting towards my recommendation of the movie. Okay. So I mixed both of them mm-hmm. on its technicality and on if whether I recommend it or not to a general audience. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I came down to right now where I am right now. And mm-hmm. obviously, rating systems aren't like, this is what a movie should be. Yeah. That's why in the beginning we all said it's a personal thing. Yeah. yeah so I started rating it in the sense of like, this is for myself. And if people say, oh, what do you think about this movie? I'll go back and I'll see what I rated it. And I say, oh, I put that I recommend it for somebody or gotcha. I don't recommend it. Or oh, I definitely recommend it because I gave it three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I came down to where if it's if it's a two stars and a half, halfway, mm-hmm. I recommend it. Anything below that, I probably will not recommend it. Okay. And then I gauge it from there. Then, you know, three stars is like, oh, for sure, it's a good time. Three and a half, a little more. Uh-huh. Until I get to four stars, that's like, whoa, that movie's amazing. Okay. Above that, it's like, whoa, you're a god okay. of a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's when it becomes very rare. For that's me. like when okay. God himself came down and recorded like, films. Yes, made a film. Like, made a film. That's like a and That's I a used four to star. Use, <laughs> I used to use the website just to keep my ratings unsaved, mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. And so once we um, found Letterbox, then I, I transferred all them all. I had like more than four hundred films. Yeah, and I, I remember went that. through them and I, I put them all on Letterbox. That's insane. So I, and it's so weird that I like to do those kind of things, but I had such a good time going through all of it <laughs> and just putting it in there. But um, yeah, so they're all in there. So a lot of the ratings I have are old, mm-hmm. so it doesn't oh. necessarily mean that I'll have to revisit a movie and say, yeah. hmm, this is. This is what I gave it then. This is when I watched it. So this is what I think of it now. That's interesting. And there are movies that I will leave the rating, like the old rating, and mm-hmm. I'll just say that I rewatched it. Okay. Just so I can see, oh, I saw this for the first time a long, long time ago. This is what I thought of it. Mm-hmm. So that's where it, where it comes down. I can go more specific, but I'll let you guys. No, th- I mean, that's all. That's really good. What about what about you, Hilo? What's your general approach? I review or rate based on genre. Mm-hmm. Um, because I watch a lot of romantic comedies and sadly, I feel like a lot of people don't take romantic comedies very seriously, which I get it. Like you compare like, you know, like the proposal to like 
1917, it's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I like to write by genre because I used to kind of do like what Hoover does, where it was like emotionally, but also like, is it good? Is it not good? And I would really go into it. But now I don't do that. So I rate by genre. So my five star watches are definitely emotional ones. Mm -hmm. But emotional ones that of movies that are actually good and have stayed with me. I don't usually put a star uh, a movie five stars right away. Mm. Either I rewatch it or if it's been like a, a week or so and I still feel really good about it, then I'll change it to five stars. Mm -hmm. Um so I usually do that. So if it's a if it's like a rom-com, I I don't think I've ever genuinely rated a romantic comedy five stars because I can honestly say that I've seen better film. So although I'm I'm emotionally attached to them and I can watch them repeatedly, I I don't feel confident enough unless there's like a film out there that's a romantic comedy that genuinely like blows it out of the park and like I, maybe then I'll I'll do it but I don't think I would but that's my personal choice. I'm sure there's people out there that will rate romantic comedies five stars and I think that's fine. Mm. I don't. For me, <laughs> when I rate five stars, it's not just my emotional attachment to them, but for me, it's the characters. I I, I watch films for the story and the characters and. A movie that stays with me means a character that stays with me, a character that I still list, like I still think about, a character that I genuinely I'm like, I wonder what they're doing. If they they were real, like what are they doing? How is their life? Like when I watch movies like that, or that I I see that there's good writing, there's good acting, which I'm like, acting is also an art. So I'm like, if those things are connected and I'm emotionally invested and I would watch it again. And I would recommend it, even if it's two people that might not like film in general. It's a five star. Mm. Because most of these movies that are five stars, I've genuinely met with people or friends. And I'm like, let's watch these movies. And I've made them watch it because I genuinely believe that they show or they they combine all the great things about film, which is like film itself the 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 directing the screenplay the sound the, mm -hmm. the everything like everything that's connected in a film and they put it together and they make us the best film that they could they could possibly have and i would show that to someone else and be like this is what a film is that's what i give five stars to mm -hmm. um there is one recent one that I did a five star, but even then I would still recommend it. I was and it's not like high in film as other other ones that I have on my list. Okay. But yeah, I think that's what makes a five star film for me. It's just all around I would show it to somebody and be like, "You want to know what? Not just casual entertainment is, but actual film. Sit down, let's watch this." Mm -hmm. That's to me that's what a five star is. And sadly, I don't think rom-coms are that because that's such a specific thing. So it's like, I rate by genre, but those five stars, it's like out of genre, I guess, if that makes sense. Do you think there are rom-coms that could or have reached that level of like, it's up there for um, your ratings? There's a couple um, that I would put up there, but they're not even contemporary ones. Because mm -hmm. I could go on another rant about contemporary romantic comedies, but I'm not going to do that. This is mm -hmm. not the episode for it. Have you ever watched? This is one that I recommend if you haven't watched, and it's an older one. It's called The Apartment. It's on my list. I think that's a good one. Okay. It's a it's a classic. So, okay, see, that's interesting. Classics, I don't put in this list at all. I don't watch that many of them. So I'm sure if I watch I do them, recommend I would the, it's like a rom com. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Shirley MacLaine. I might want. I mean, yeah, actually, 
on my list, I have a couple romantic comedies. But, yeah, we mm. can talk about the movies later. Mm -hmm. okay. Josh? Yeah, like I said, um, <laughs> something else that goes into a five-star movie for me is um, is whether it has a, and this is subjective, right? Whether it has a good message. <laughs> like the, like... Sorry. Yeah. Like, I just laugh because a couple of my top ones are, I don't know if there's a good message in that. So, so that's something that I consider whether the, the, the point of the movie, kind of like Huve was saying, is like, you can overcome adversity, follow your dreams, or is it something sinister or cynical or whatever? Right. Usually for those movies, I give them a lower rating. In Interesting. General. It's really hard for me to, to find a cynical or a, a, a darker movie that, that I give a higher rating to okay. as far as like five stars. Cause for me, I've like to feel good about life. So okay. that <laughs> as far as like, I appreciate when filmmakers, cause it's really easy in the art world to be cynical and depressing and whatever. And people are more easier. I feel like it's easier to consider that high art than right. just something that is cheerful okay. and upbeat and happy. I see that. Good thing Edgar Allan Poe didn't make film. Yeah, he I would, would probably I probably wouldn't be a big fan. But <laughs> when the point of a movie is like life sucks, you shouldn't try. I'm like, I don't think I like that message. And then that factors into the rating a little bit. Interesting. Mm. So yeah, okay. oddly enough. So like, you're not a fan of war movies? I don't like war movies in general because it's just kind of sad most of the time. Yeah. So and people like, dying. Yeah. And it's like, you know, even if the point is like war is futile. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's why like, you don't like war movies. In general. Yeah, in general. That makes sense. There's some like that those. defy it, but it's like, usually it's like following a character that's in, against impossible odds. And, and they then, make it. And the point is like, oh, you can do anything, you know, okay. or something like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, how did you come about, though, in your rating system? Is it just that? That's where you start at the five? And you go down you or do you down. go down? Because I start from the bottom and move my way up. You know, it's really interesting. I think, and this is probably not a good thing. I think it happens as I'm watching a movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. At some point, as when I become aware of like my feelings on the movie so far, oh. I'm like, okay, so about now, I guess I'd give it like this rating. I and see. then from yeah. there, the movie goes up or down. Oh, so I've done that too. I've uh -huh. done that too. Do, what, what do you guys agree that... um because obviously I think this is the point that we're kind of getting to if it's a mm -hmm. personal thing it's it is something that's sort of arbitrary right so would you guys agree that's like ratings movies don't necessarily have to have them because for example there are movie critics mm -hmm. or reviewers yeah. that they'll review movies and rate them or not rate them review them and recommend them or not based on just the film itself and not an actual rating mm -hmm. like they won't they won't um numerize or they won't yeah they will just say if they like it or not yes or, or if they recommend it or not mm -hmm. or what's the the merits of the film mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like would, would that be a better way of analyzing a film than just adding a number on it or adding a uh a, a, a what is it a value system mm -hmm. or you know not a value system but you know I think that that's fair because there are drawbacks to ratings. like ratings like Rotten mm -hmm. Tomatoes or yeah. aggregate right. sites like right. that where it can bring down or up a film like arbitrarily, like yeah. you said, just because of something 
that's not as important to the overall movie experience, then it sort somehow the film goes in a certain direction, up or down because yeah. of some sort of agenda or right, whatever. Exactly. And then it's like, turns out that movie's mem- memorized or memorialized. What? It's like the lowest rated. Yeah. Movie of all right. Time. Yeah. When in fact, in fact, it's like better average, made. You know, it's an average. average. Good movie. And it, it has to happen with Rotten Tomatoes in both ways, where critics will rate it high and and audiences low. But it's a really great film mm-hmm. in the same way the other way mm-hmm. where yeah. it's a great film and audiences will love it, but critics will rate it low mm-hmm. because of everyone has different standards. And yeah. obviously the audience is always going to have a different standard than the critics. And what's really also great is when they both mm-hmm. rate it high and it yeah. actually turns out to be a good film. Yeah. Or if they both rate it really low and, and the film like, okay, is actually horrible. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty terrible. So that's that's when it works out. Yeah. But yet I do. There, there are many times where it happens like you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. Where it'll ruin the reputation of a film when it, it, you know, it's not fair. Yeah, I feel like, and I'm saying this based on because I also write, I actually write reviews for books that I read, so I don't actually give books reviews when I write a review because I usually tag the author or the author reads what I write. If it's a review that if it's not a good book, I don't talk about it. I don't post about it. I don't anything because I know how hard it is to write a book. Mm-hmm. and the work that it takes most of the time either they didn't have a good enough editor or they didn't have enough money to afford a good one like you know there's a lot of things because i usually work more with independent authors so i think when it comes to film the way i rate them i i think maybe this is like my per like when it comes to me personally i'm very detached from the filmmakers the screenwriters like most of these people are super famous so mm-hmm. if i write a crappy review me who's like literally not a person that is like on the new york or whatever like mm-hmm. they won't care i'm just writing them because i'm a basic person in this podcast talking about <laughs> movies like i don't think that i'm gonna have tarantino listen to this podcast right so to me i feel like there's also that detachment from things and mm-hmm. that's why I'm, I'm more comfortable saying like that was a crappy half star movie or that was a five-star movie based on, like, if I know them more personally, I don't think I'm going to be like, well, your movie sucked. I know you worked on it for a year, but I hated it. Like, Yeah. So I feel like maybe that's why I'm able to give, like, a five-star review. Maybe if I didn't. Kind of like with the with the people on YouTube, right? I don't think I would give them a five-star. Or, or I would probably do the same thing. I would be like, I would recommend it. Or I wouldn't recommend it. Kind of like Dan mm-hmm. does it. He doesn't actually give ratings. He tries to do like a nice compliment sandwich. Like, I liked it. I didn't like this. But, you know, I'd recommend it. Or no, I wouldn't recommend it. Mm-hmm. And then he usually goes with like, is it worth maybe waiting till it's in streaming? Right. You know, That's maybe good. it's not worth spending that much money, mm-hmm. you know, going to the movie theaters, going out, being uncomfortable. And that's great to put it in the consumer perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's different. We're, you know, and it's good. So I, th- I think I like how Dan does it. Even like, what's his name? Jeremy Yance does it. Like, he just like, he's like, I'm here for the vibes. So mm-hmm. he's like, this was a fun vibe. You should go watch it. Or like, I didn't like this. Maybe you shouldn't watch it. Or it's not worth it. So it's Yeah, like, that's, that's it's really healthy. About, yeah, so I feel like, Maybe sometimes it's not that good to have a five or ten star rating, but at the same time, I don't feel bad doing it just because I'm so distant from the actual world itself. Mm. I guess, yeah. and maybe that makes a difference. And I do. I, as as you're saying, I like it when let's say they do give it a rating, they'll explain why, why they gave it that specific rating and why yeah. it's there. Kind of like how YMS your movie sucks. Mm-hmm. He'll 
he'll say it's a five, but it's closer to a six than a four. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He'll like yeah, do that which, and he'll explain why it's there. Which I think that also adds on to like the 4.5, 3.5s. Because I have, I was going through my letterbox and there's so many 4.5s, 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 more than actual fives. Uh-huh. And also there's some movies and letterbox that you can heart. I don't have them all hearted. There's some five stars. I'm like, yeah, that was a five star watch. Mm-hmm. But they don't have the little heart on it. Yeah. So I only mm-hmm. noted the ones that have the star rating and the heart. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll heart ones that it's like, those are movies I can revisit and I had a good time with. And I yeah, I would rewatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would yeah. rewatch it. I was like, that was a fun watch. I'm going to go back and enjoy it again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's good. I have, I heart movies of all, all ratings. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. Well, <laughs> so... me too. I have some like one stars that I have a heart. Uh huh. So. Like the Good. room, I think I have five stars and hearted. <laughs> no, I think the room I have one star, but I hearted it because it's a good time, but it's not worth it. It is more a good time. Star. Yeah, five but stars? that that is healthy to to because uh, the the you see how that just turns your rating system all out of whack <laughs> what you mean like all these movies that felt so good i think he okay and then he has a room at five stars <laughs> i think i think he he achieved what he was going for what which was what he lost half of a script didn't he and he oh. just kind of finished the rest however he could i don't you think that he achieved achieved what he was going for i don't think wasn't so. like his his whole thing and this is something that he said himself mm-hmm was that he thought it was ser- a serious film then the film people started laughing at it and then he he had to you know accept the fact that people were viewing it as a comedy and so he jumped on that train yeah you know what i think you're right i think you're right is your rating going to go down no it's it's, it's not going to be moved it's, it's... <laughs> a five star rating everybody the room but it's like like there's nothing like it like he made something so transcendental. That's very true. It's extremely. He made true. something that's... that's like, and he himself, his personality and the way that he is, he's on the film like itself. Yeah. So and honestly, even this is like a moment in time. Like he hasn't been been able to recreate. No, it. he won't yeah. be able to. Yeah. It's just. Sorry. It's that he tried. It's yeah. that mm-hmm. didn't work out. It's just like I guess in this case, sorry for the word. It's just that perfect. perfect. Yes, <laughs> yes, I would agree. I would agree. You're right. Like I don't love the movie, but then again, it's such a fun watch, and I think Josh makes a good point. At least here, I still give it a one star. It's not <laughs> like when we're talking about film itself. I'm not gonna rate 1917 right next to the room. I'm uh-huh. sorry, I'm not. But I'm still going to heart it because it's a great time. And I will make sure I put it on my review at that point. Mm-hmm. I give it one star, but I love this movie. I would watch it again. It's a great time. Nice. So nice. it's like, you know, that's Why when... did you give it one star, though? Have you Why seen The Room? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, honestly, because it makes me laugh. It's funny. Oh, okay. That's good. I liked it. I really had a good time. There. Oh, I see the hating him. Anyway, I'm. Not... that's a different... That's on my list. Josh, any other questions? Uh, Yeah, yeah. So... Um, Top Gun Maverick is a movie that we we watched together. Yes, actually, that's on my list. And I gave I rated it five stars. Me too. See the I room. I, sorry, quick point to see uh-huh. the room. I have I liked it. Okay, because I love. So the there's film, a heart. But it's a half a star. <laughs> wow, because <laughs> it's horrible, horribly terrible movie. Even the, uh, yeah, that just breaks the... my little heart. 
Yeah, I think the funniest thing for me is whenever I go on Letterboxd to like log in or whatever, I see Josh and Hoover either they watch it together or they watch it separately or whatever, and then they're completely different. That is that has happened on many occasions. Hilarious! I was laughing every time that I see that. I'm like, that's funny, and then I end up putting it like right in the middle. That's funny. That's really great. Sorry, you were talking about Top Gun right. Maverick. So yeah. Top Gun Maverick is a movie that we all watched together. Yes. And it kind of started this conversation because yeah. I watched it. And that's exactly everything I said about a five-star movie. Mm-hmm. Top you... Gun Maverick fits in that category. Oh, so where, you really liked it? Yeah, okay. very much so. Very you gave it five so. stars? I, yes. Yeah. I wow. Yeah. yeah I yes, gave it a 4.5 when I watched it the first time. I was like, this is great. But there was something there that I was like nitpicky about it. But I was like... That just doesn't feel too right. I was like, mm. even though I know why it's there, I didn't love it. Mm. But then I rewatched it and I'm like, nah, this is a five star. Yeah, for me, it's like, it's an achievement. It's a major achievement. Which I, I, I completely I understand. It. You so, gave it a three star, I remember, or three and a half. I never understood. How is that rating. low? That's high. So, no, it's so, like average. That's bro. so high, that's bro. To me, to me a, a mediocre movie or a middle of the road movie lands somewhere in my book between. One and a half stars and three and a half stars. That's like a middle of the road movie. Okay, wow. I have to admit with you, Josh, in that one. Yes. I feel like for me, a three star is a good, solid movie. 3.5, solid movie. It's not trying to achieve anything. It's not trying to be out of the box. It's just like a nice, good, solid movie that wanted to be made. And I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. What is? A three, a three star, star movie. movie. It's like average. Wow. It's like good, middle of, you know, it's fine. Like so it didn't, didn't try anything. But then, like a four, it's like they were trying to achieve something, but sadly, they just didn't fully get there. But then at five star, it's like they did it. They managed mm-hmm. it. They made it work. I mean, come on. They made people like sequels. Mm-hmm. At least that one. That was a sequel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Yeah. I feel like within that, and it's not even that. For me, what gave it that five star, and as I've mentioned, it's the writing. I think that because I watched the first one, mm-hmm. I was able to really understand them i just felt like there was more to work with mm-hmm. like tom cruise was able to be like this guilt driven person spoilers mild spoilers for like top gun if you haven't seen it you're absolutely missing out but mm-hmm. like it's this dude full of guilt trying to overcome the death of his best friend because he feels guilty about it even though it was an accident mm-hmm. and it was his reckless behavior that led to that mm-hmm. so now he has to lead these kids to do exactly what needs to happen within a very short amount of time. And it's not just that, but the guilt that he has to protect, not just Goose, but every other kid, because he sees himself as them. It's like, look at these kids. They really don't know what they're getting into. They don't truly understand what like, what it is to lose a friend, to lose somebody. Like, this is like the big, big, like, where you're supposed to. And like, so many terrible, like, especially the scene where he's watching them. And he's just kind of like really sad and lonely remembering his best friend. But at the same time, seeing how these kids are having fun and enjoying life. And he's just looking at them like they really don't get it. Or like or like he or not even that, like he genuinely feels protective over them. He's like, wow, like I don't want these kids to suffer the way I did. I don't want Mm -hmm. them to die the way my best friend died. I don't want them to go through everything that I went through, even though I know that's that's what they want. That was like the big back and forth. So then you see these kids like genuinely wanting to be the best pilot fighter, whatever. But then Tom Cruise is struggling with the fact that he he wants them to be good because they don't want he doesn't want them to die. But at the same time, he doesn't even want them to be there because he doesn't want them to die. Uh-huh. That's where I got from the film. 
So this whole time, and then the whole like argument between like Goose and Hangman and how like one of them's cocky and the one isn't. Like we all know, like Tom Cruise is Hangman as a young kid. So when he chose the other kid instead of Hangman, knowing that Hangman would do it, uh-huh. he knew he shouldn't have because in that case, he chose better. He could have chosen Hangman because he is better like he was when he was younger. But instead, he chose the one that was a risk and it wore, it paid off. Mm. Anyway, to me, from the beginning to the end, every like beat that happened, every story beat met what it needed to. Everything made sense. There was nothing that I was like... That was weird. Like from beginning to the end, everything that was every action that was taken made sense within the film. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that so much. So because that was very solid, I was able to like really admire all the the flying, the shots, the cool stunts. I was like, this is the perfect (laughs) (laughs) summer film. People could watch this, have a good time. There was no extra romance. There wasn't anything like that. If people don't like that, they can just walk in, enjoy a great, great movie. Even if they don't even see all the stuff that I enjoyed. They're just gonna enjoy all the flight, all mm-hmm. the fight, all the flights, and the oh, a good guy trying to achieve the best. Mm-hmm. It was just a good, solid five star movie. Cause it was great. Yeah, for me, just to get into a little, a little bit, the opening was incredible, like absolutely incredible. Oh yeah, my mom was like, yeah. so so then from there, I'm like, wow, like this is like this is incredible. <laughs> And then the stakes just go up and up and up and up. It just ratchets more and more and more. And it makes you care more about each of the characters as it goes on more and more in different ways. And it puts them in crazier, more intense situations to the point where I was like, I was fully satisfied by that experience. It was way better than it had any right to be also as a sequel of an 80s, 80s movie. Right. So that's where my head was at. So Hila and I were kind of in agreement yeah. about that. And I completely we, agree with you. And we see <laughs> Everything you guys said is great. And I agree with it. And I added on to my rating. <laughs> and it fits in there. So three, Everything three you guys and a half said fits in that three and a half star. Can match that description to you. Yes. Yes, it does. That so, movie was incredible. I loved it. So for you, that's a three star rating, which is fair because you rate movies differently than us. No, for me, that's a three and a half. Mm. So now, okay, can Which we start talking it. about movies now? Like, yes, specifics. Wait, I can't say why I gave you three and a half stars. Yeah, that's five what I was stars. Ask you. I wanted to know, like, okay, who? Like, tell us why you gave it a three star. But then after that, I want you to give us like an example of a five star film for you. Mm. You want me to go to? Okay, so it's three and a half stars, and it's not higher than that because the movie is fantastic, and everything you guys said, yeah, ditto, ditto. Now. It's not perfect, and I'm doing quotes. Yeah. Right? It's not Mm -hmm. perfect. Like, the movie does not hang on its own. Mm, Okay. It hinges on the previous film. Now, it's it's up in three and a half stars for me because it it, um, improved on the first film, but it still hinges on it. So, emotional elements and, and flashbacks and all those things, it hinges on the first movie. Right? Also... Elements like his love affair, his love affair with um, the Jennifer Connelly's character. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned that to me. It's yeah. used as a prop for exposition. Yes, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I'm not about to ra- I'm not about to make that raise the movie up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just like little things like that, like it's not a perfect film, but it's a really great film, and I would definitely would recommend it. It's up in three and a half stars, way <laughs> higher than two and a half. <laughs> I guess that's and I think it's a your really great film. Yeah. Your baseline. Two and a half is like I recommend it. Oh, like oh, it's like geez. oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. Yeah, sure, go watch it. I'm I mean, not gonna yeah. trash on it. I think it's you know? fair. It's not you're, amazing. Yeah, your argument mm-hmm. is that's fair. my two and a half. Fair. Mm-hmm. 
three and a half is like, whoa, come on, bro. That's great. Love it. Wow. Great action sequences. Love the way it was filmed. Like, how do they film those plane sequences? And like, they were actually in the that planes. That could have been at I least them a so four, many props. I don't know. That could have been a four. Okay, maybe over, or maybe over, over time, time I can go up to four. If you rewatch it, <laughs> but, it's still solid. But when you explain it like that, it does make sense. No, the way that absolutely, it, yeah. I get it. But I'm not it. trashing the film either. Uh-huh. I'm giving it a lot of props. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to, you know. I think because the ideal of like three star being average compared yeah, to like everyone else, that's it's like to Hoover, it's like, no, it's a good movie for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good movie for me is three stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think that that's kind of why this episode is this episode is happening mm-hmm. to yeah, ensure yeah. that. And I have to agree with Hoover. One of the big things there was the relationship with, with Jennifer Collins. Like it just, I was there. I was like, it was kind of dumb when I first watched it, but then I rewatched it and I was like, you know what? It kind of works. Yeah, it does. Eventually, mm-hmm. like when I, it's after I rewatched it that I officially gave it that five star rating. Before that, it was like a four and a half or four because I thought it was really good, but I was like, mm, there's still that there. But the yeah. second time, I was like, nah, this was too good. So and I what just brings it down it. is like, the, in the first movie, he's with that lady, Carrie McGillis or whatever her mm-hmm. yeah. actress name is, but she's not in this film. So it being a sequel and there being so much time between them, it's like Tom Cruise still looks like he's 40, which is amazing. But it's like, you know, it hinges on like, oh, this is just a mother lady. Okay, she's nice and all that. But it's just you're still thinking about the first movie. That's true. That's true. You know, so it because it it plays a big part of the like you're saying, all the emotional um, elements of it, which works great for it and improves upon and it adds on to it. But it's still it still hinges on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, so dragging it. So Behind there's like it. a disconnect between the love interests when it's. I a mean, to me, it felt more lady. like just like a summer fling. The first one, I never took it seriously. Anyway, I was like, I'm not surprised he's not with her still. Like, yeah. he flights everywhere. He gets shipped to other places. He's in the military. Those never work most of the time unless you're married, and he wasn't married. So, like to me, I wasn't that fully <laughs> attached to it. So I was like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's been over 40, 30 years. So like at that point, either he's married with kids. But it makes sense why he broke up. Like, after all the guilt, I'm sure he doesn't want to be attached. He never got married. Like, to me, that makes sense. He doesn't want mm. a family. So if he dies, he doesn't have to burden anybody else. Mm-hmm. So all of that makes sense to me. And him choosing to be with her by the end was when he officially decided, like, I'm going to focus to live my life finally. He was able to move on. He was able to let things go. He was finally able to, like, live all the past 30 years, he's been stuck there. And for the first time, he actually chose to fall in love. I know it's super cheesy, like flying into the sunset. But like he finally chose to live. Like Goose forgave him. They were happy together. Like it was just the perfect ending because he finally let go of the guilt. That's I didn't even see it like that. That's, That's what I saw. It wow, as. I need to change my rating to five stars. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, which, I, like I said, I, I think this just kind of adds why I gave it a five. Because yeah. to me, even though at first the, the relationship, I agreed with Huba a lot. I was like, okay, I don't care. It just feels so forced. But then at mm-hmm. the same time, by the end, the second time I watched it, I was like, yeah, I like it. This makes sense to me. I like that he finally chose to live his life. So okay. I gave it five stars after that. I cool. told you guys, so to me, what, it's about what, um, mostly the writing. So so are you going into what movies are five stars? Wait, we already know the movies I need five to stars know you. what you, Hube, I want to know what a five star right. movie is for yeah. you. You're also, the interesting of the five head, star. Off the top of my head, I have 12 Angry Men as a five star review. Okay. Oh, I have to see that movie. That's, That's great. an amazing, amazing film. And 
thinking it, thinking back to it, when it was made, what year did it come out? 1940 something? 1957. What? 1947? What is wrong with me? 1957? <laughs> I mean, so like, yeah. For it being made at that time, and it's a room where it's a, what, what do you call it? It's like a bottle episode, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like all, it's basically the most of the time it's in one room. Yeah. yeah. And they, they do the best they can with it. It's 1957. I mean, the window, it looks like a, a backdrop, but you know, it's 1957. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, you can't really improve on that. And then it being the, the emotional and the, 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 I guess the emotional element of the film, you being in there and feeling claustrophobic and mm. feeling what they're feeling, mm-hmm. that movie is just, you get that much tension and that much, like you start sweating yourself and you're not even in the room with them. Mm-hmm. That's why that movie is so superior. It's so great. I recommend it. Oh, wow. I, I don't want to say more details because yeah, I haven't seen it. it I sure. want to watch it. That's a but great, that's great, a great, great example. I also have it as five stars. And yeah. uh, something it. I like about it a lot is the overall message also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the message. Yeah. So it has oh, a great gosh. message. The so, Saturday morning cartoon. I know. I know. I'm a sucker for that type <laughs> of stuff. Another one I have, which is like, this is for sure a cliche. And this is one where I rated it that back then. If I revisited it, maybe the rating would change, but I don't want to change the rating because, mm-hmm. and it's Casablanca. Okay, and that's oh. a movie where my expectations for the movie were so high. Everyone said it's an amazing movie. Right. It's so great. It's like it's the perfect movie, Quarable, right? Yeah. And um, back then, and so I'm like, wow, this movie had better be amazing. Like for what was it? What is it? Nineteen fifty? No, something? I think it was earlier. Oh. Forty nine. Let me get back to you on that. Well, for for when it was made, I'm I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's not going to be perfect in that sense. There's going to be a few things that are dated, but yeah. other than that, the movie better be amazing. Everything, the emotional elements, the 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 way it's written, the way it's shot, yeah. everything. I go into it. It meets that, and it even go. It goes even higher. Really? Yeah, and so that's why I rated it five stars because it was actually that good. Humphrey Borgard and um, what's her face? I forget her name. <laughs> the lady in the movie. She's a very famous actress. Well, her, yeah, they do. Uh, they're, they're Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman. Them together, they're like the the, the romantic chemistry between them, right. and like it's so it's it's palpable. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really great for like for when it was made. Yeah, especially you're, you're knocking like, it out of the park wow. with these. Five for sure, I rated yeah, it five you're stars. Like, okay, I get it. It That's met my expectations and it surpassed them, so I rated it five stars. Yeah, I think I'm after this episode. I'm learning that I'm a lot more lenient with films because I I I rate books the same way that Hoover rates film. Like I I think I've only had like two five star reads, and I've already read like eighty books this year. Mm-hmm. So like, because mm-hmm. I have such high standards for for books that when I rate like a high like a average good move good book at like a five and then i read like another fan i'm like why did i rate that a five that's like a three it's a good move book but it doesn't compare to this really good one so i feel like maybe that's where who was coming mm. from which i get it more now mm-hmm. uh casablanca was 42 1942 oh wow 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 and he's then, like i like it even more yeah <laughs> that's yeah i have even much more respect for it now it was just made three years after the wizard of oz yeah mm-hmm. um so the uh, the other one that I can think of the third one that I have five stars is Citizen Kane, okay, and it's the same thing as Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with that one. 
my expectations were so high. I'm like, there's no way this movie is that good, bro. He directed the film and starred in it. He's the the main character. Yeah. And he's this young guy and he plays himself young and as an old person. The prosthetics in the movie. What year is this? 1941? Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, me make sure. It looks amazing. Like, how does he look like an old man? Like, maybe if I rewatch and I really dissected it, I'm like, oh, that's prosthetics. Oh, whatever. But when I first watched them, I'm like, wow, this is... I didn't even know that that was him. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I went... Okay, I went in with a little bit more of a blind eye knowing I knew about it more after I watched it. Mm -hmm. But first time going watching it, first reaction, boom. Wow, this is five stars. It's amazing. Now I have a question. So would you think, have we mentioned before... That hype or like expectations of certain films really changes great. reviews mm-hmm. or 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 the way you rate a movie like maybe you didn't like it but because it's so like oh it's like a classic film I I can't be like oh you know I need to be like you know so you put it higher up just because it's like like Casablanca I like that movie it wasn't like a five star for me it mm. actually on the contrary it was so overhyped that yeah. I it didn't meet the hypeness like it just didn't. Right. But it was a different experience for Hoover. So right. I don't, you know, I feel like, and I've had those moments where I didn't like a movie, but because either one of you, you both like it so much, I'm like, I can't be like, you know, so like put like I have a star more or mm-hmm. another star after. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. in that way, like, I guess now I'm a lot more confident with my views as like a a, a movie raider or movie watcher or whatever mm-hmm. i'm more confident in what i like and what i don't like but for a long time i wouldn't like change reviews maybe i loved the movie but other people didn't so i like lowered the rating mm-hmm. okay. just yeah. because i'm like i don't want to look different now it's yeah. different but i did that a lot mm-hmm. before i will say that's happened to me a couple times too where i give a movie a rating on the lower side and then i hear explanations of people of why they like the movie so much mm-hmm. i'm like Okay, I guess that's something I missed. I guess that's yeah, something exactly. I didn't really think yeah. about. Yeah, and then I'll go back and happened. give it a slightly higher. Like, but it doesn't change that. that much still. It, yeah. it, it Usually it's around the same area. Like right. What you said about, about expectations, I completely agree. And it does affect me when I go to watch a, yeah. a movie for the first time. And that's why I have even more respect for Casablanca and Citizen Kane yeah. and Trope 12 Angry Men. Because my expectations and my standards were so high. And, and they met them and exceeded them. Mm-hmm. That's why I have them at five stars. If it was like I saw I saw it and it met my expectations, maybe four, four and a half. Mm. Yeah. But I had to put it in five because it was even better than I thought it was going to be. Awesome. For the time that it was made, especially. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I feel like after you explaining what gives a f- like a five star rating and the examples that you gave, like there's no question. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that makes complete sense. <laughs> like I get it. Why a Top Gun Maverick is in a five yeah, star? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that completely makes sense. Like I don't even have to question it. Like now, and I'm like, oh okay, yeah, I get it. Like Tom Cruise making out with this beautiful woman does yeah. not compare to like we'll always have Paris. Uh-huh. You know, it really doesn't. So I get it. I, I think it's fair. And, and I'm glad that this episode has stuck with it's just relative. Like everyone's different. Everyone's going to have different views in film. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I, I want to round out the discussion with mm-hmm. the opposite extreme. Okay. Oh. Ooh. So what to you makes a half star movie? <sighs> what <laughs> wow. is, where that's, that's okay. the lowest okay. possible rating. I even like, fix myself in my chair the thing is it's easier for me to give a half star rating 
than to give a four and up rating. Okay. Because to me, so you're the opposite of me. Yeah, I can automatically know I'm like this is garbage, and I know I say that, and I get it. It's really difficult to make a film. But it's like when I can clearly see your money agenda, when I can clearly see that agenda you're trying to pull, 100% the rating goes down by the star. As I keep watching this movie, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this is not good. I know a lot of it might be like emotional, which is whatever. That's how I rate. Mm-hmm. But for me, a high star rating, if it doesn't have a heart, because I have some heart, like I think I have like Last Vampire on Earth on like a one or like a... A one or a half a star or something. You have it at one star. Okay, (laughs) but I still liked it because even though it was so weird, it at least tried to do something. It was Mm -hmm. not that good, but you know, like Mm -hmm. it's worthy to even have a heart or consideration. Mm -hmm. But then there's movies like he saw that. Oh my god! I hate that movie. Like, even if at least if it was good, it would get maybe a two star. Mm. It's not good. It's like obviously made for money. It's trying to be woke. It's it's all this, like it's like a lasagna layer after layer after layer of crap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like there's nothing good in it. Like you would assume <laughs> yeah. at least have like the main people but, have but it was chemistry. On, it was in focus. Was it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like at least have the characters in, and even if everything's crap, at least have the main romantic leads have chemistry they don't even have that mm. like what there was more chemistry in the room the room yeah. yes oh, yeah. okay. in the room there was more chemistry i'm if you like he's all that you know what more power to you that's fine i think there's very few few people who this argue with you my on opinion that. only i do not like that movie instantly i knew i would give it no stars but i wanted to read it so i give it half stars. got you cool because i i I that's like an example of a movie that I have on here that I hated. That's he's all that example. is my first one actually. First half star. Yeah, he's all that. Oh, then, on your list. On, on your my list, list. Uh-huh. I wrote a list, and then after that, I have Lucy. Oh but wow! I was, I was very upset. That movie was. I just. I was like, this is stupid. And uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe I have to rewatch it. That's one that I was like, I should rewatch it. Maybe it's like a one star instead of a half star. Know. I don't think you're too far off. And then my last one was. I know people are. This is the one that I wrote it down because people will absolutely, full heartedly, will disagree with me. Uh oh. And it's the movie One Day. One day. With I don't know like, that one. And Hathaway, Hathaway and some other it. guy. It's not good. For me, I didn't like it. And the st- it's a book. So I'm like, okay, I have the book, but I would never read it. But I'm like, it was a chemistry between the two. Like, this could be this wonderful, beautiful, sad, tragic, amazing story. But if the two characters look like they're two, like a fish, like a, one's a fish and the other one's like a freaking turtle. Like, I don't know. It's just... There's no chemistry. I was like, I'm just watching people act. I hated that. Uh-huh. I hated so that it, so it much. Fails. It, it fails. It failed terribly. There's no chemistry. And we've seen Anne Hathaway in other movies where she has great chemistry with her with actors. Mm-hmm. And she's great in them. This movie, I'm like, no. It it doesn't it, no. I don't know. It just I gave it a half star and I was surprised I did. Mm-hmm. But I would never recommend it to anybody. I've seen better movies of the same trope better yeah um i've seen better movies of the same actress elsewhere mm-hmm. i know better like historical time travel whatever i've seen that i can show other movies that are better just in general i can wait there's time travel in it i mean it takes it's like a back and forth like you talk about like history in the 
like how they met, how they are now, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. So time got travel, it. but like I different timelines, time different got it, times. Got it, got it. Yeah, like I, I know better movies like that. I can recommend mo- five more movies better than that movie. The gotcha. Time Travel's Wife. Sure, I've never watched that movie. <laughs> Likewise. I tried once. It didn't work, so. Anyway. Like, oh, he's a bad husband, man. In the time travels, what? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. hey, I want to he get you in though. it. I want to get you in a room with a group of women that love that movie and oh, would my. die for him. Oh, I would no. love to see I've, that. I have watched that movie. I've never watched it fully, so I don't know if it's good or not. Or it like, makes me uncomfortable. It. I've never seen it, but I know there's a new HBO show about it now. Mm. But I don't understand how he can go back in time and hang out with his wife when she's a kid. Like, that's weird. Oh, that is weird. That happens? Yes! Oh. He, like, goes and hangs out with his wife when she's a baby. Well, she's, like, five. Wow. So, like, she's always known him her whole life. That's, that's what she loves Blue him. Lagoon. <laughs> it really is. A five-star Hoover. Oh, five-star I don't movie. even know what I rated it. I Blue think Lagoon. It was... Oh, my mom grew up in the 80s. So she, she watched that movie and she heard the episode and she's like, I never knew about Blue Lagoon. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> I need to, actually, you know what? I need to find out. And then we can set it. You know what? I if they actually out? are cousins, well, I don't know well, if they're cousins, but for sure the girl was sixteen and the boy was fourteen. Are you sure? Yeah, I looked it up. I looked the pictures. I'm like, yeah, that kid was, looks very young. He must have been older than her. I don't I know. He looks young. Do you mean the actors he or the characters? The act. I don't know about the characters. Maybe the characters. I don't know, but it was weird. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on it, though. I think the characters were the same age, and I think he was older. I don't think he. Must Are have you been sure? There's no way. I he saw was pictures, and he looked younger than he her. He had like he had some facial hair. Uh, There's boys that no. have facial hair. Uh, Puberty hits them harder. No, that's true. And he's got facial hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's 16, I think, right? How old is he? 15. He's Even 16. then, that's fair. Like that's still underage. Even for a boy. Right, yeah. We're, we're, we're <laughs> yeah, really that, that's not good. getting into the minutia of true. how wrong it is. <laughs> yeah, It's still Sorry wrong, regardless if he's 14 or 16 years old. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry I took over that. No, that's okay. totally fine. That, I just, that's what makes a half-star movie. What, what makes a half-star movie for you, Hoover? I, so... Currently, my letterbox, I counted them. I have 34 half-star movies. <laughs> wow, I don't that's, know how many that's a lot I have. more than me. But I mean, is that is that really that much compared to how many movies I have rated? Yeah, I think you have rated more that movies much. than me. Also. So, I've, I think I have like over a thousand. Oh so my gosh. Like, which is not that much. It's people that have thousands yeah, in letterbox. I, yeah, I don't I'm have jealous. that many. I have like so 500. I have yeah, 34 same. that are half-stars. For me, half-star is like... It says half star. Some of them, it's like there should be zeros, but I can't give them zeros. <laughs> That's how I feel about he's all that. <laughs> so I do have them the half stars. It's 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 what she said. It's like it's garbage. It's trash. It shouldn't be a film. They didn't care, mm-hmm. or if they did care, they horribly failed. And they should not be filmmakers. Don't go near a camera. Mm-hmm. You know, basically that. Gotcha. It's really bad. Yeah. Don't recommend it at all. You know. But here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Some of them. You have to recommend it. Like gotcha. The okay. So yeah, that's but, the line. That's yeah. the, that's where it's like, it's down there where it's horrible, but it's so horrible that it's funny that you do recommend it. And I do like uh-huh. it. But there are very reason. few movies in that. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think, so, yeah. yeah. For me, Sorry. The Room is one where I don't have it at half star. I have it at one because I would recommend mm-hmm. it. Half stars, I would never die. Like uh-huh. never in my life would recommend these movies. Okay. Ever. Mm-hmm. Don't watch that. Right. So the So the reason I'm recommending it though is not because it's good. Like why I would put two and a half stars for a movie. Okay. Right. Where it reaches that line for I do and I don't. Mm-hmm. So 
it's because it's really bad, but it's so bad that it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So that's right. why I have it at, have it start for that. There's other ones under, you know, Dragon Ball Evolution. That's just because that's that one is offensive. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that one gets a lot more personal. But, you know. <laughs> Dragon Ball, but this time it's personal. <laughs> I have one that's like, I know you might have rated higher. I don't know about Hila. I, don't, I forgot hers, but like mm-hmm. senior year. It's a newer film. I did rate Netflix. it higher, yes. Yeah, I have when it, I, I saw have star. that rating, I was like, the heck, Josh? That movie, I think it's just, it's not as, as offensive as Dragon Ball Revolution for me, but it's pretty offensive in the <laughs> so, form, sense of like, why are you a movie? Th- sorry, this is just so stupid. Well, okay, now I, I want to know. Let's movie. get in on this. Okay, sure. I understand completely why Huawei gave the rating because my rating was not that high. I think I gave it Yours like on a, the lower side. I think it was like a two and a half or a three, and that's because I could see what they were trying to do, but mm-hmm. it didn't go higher for other reasons. But I want to know what you gave it. Yeah, well, for me, a lot of it goes into nostalgia. Okay. It plays into nostalgia for me super well. Okay. Of of the early 2000s. Mm Because the the point is, as that character is stuck in the 2000s. Yeah. So it's kind of like a microcosm to me. Like, you guys are going to strongly disagree with this interpretation. But to me, what the movie is, it's... God, you guys are really good at disagreeing. The fact that you're questioning it. <laughs> no, I mean, I have this opinion okay. that this movie is like a deconstruction of high school, uh-huh. high school movies, mm-hmm. because kind of similar in the similar vein to 21 Jump Street yeah. or something like that, where it's like, it's about high school movies. Because the point uh-huh. of high school movies, honestly, is for the most part nostalgia. Uh-huh. Like movies like that are highly rated high school movies, like High School Musical. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking like The Breakfast Club or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. Where those movies are held in very high esteem right. by critics and audiences alike. What's what's really valued in there is the fact that it's like a ragtag group of unlikely friends and they get along and there's some, there's something you identify with, there's something you connect okay. with in that. That's fair. So for me, the character <laughs> the character in senior year is a representation of, of you? No, well, in a sense, I connect because I grew up in the early 2000s, but it's a representation of like, it's just like to like an absurd extreme of like the mm-hmm. dipping, mm-hmm. dipping the movie in nostalgia. How far can we it's take it? How ridiculous can it be? It's a caricature of it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it's in, in, an infatuation of that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, and like as far as it can go in that direction. And that's something that I, I respect the movie being so ridiculous in that aspect where it's like she's like 35 or 40 in high school and it's like why is she doing that why does it why is this but it's like why do we like high school movies why do we why well, you take really these stories? went deep into that's this that so that's why i put it on the on the positive side on the very much on the positive side to the point where i think it should be considered I I in the high school movie i canon. would agree with you if it's that kind of like um the movie where Zach Garfron turns into an old man. Seventeen again. I mean, no, the old man turns into Zach Garfron. Yeah. Sorry, to Matt, Matt, Matthew Perry. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she again. was older somehow, and still in two, early two thousands high school. Okay. Right, but it's not. She's she grew, you know. She had she was in a coma. Spoilers. She was in a coma, <laughs> and then she now has to go through high school in today's time mm-hmm. with all these. Crazy Dumb stuff. People. You uh-huh. know what I mean? The, uh-huh. the, you know, the generation nowadays. I sound like an old man. But we are old. She not so it's like it's <laughs> we a different born. she has to adapt 
go back into high school, but adapt to also like you have to add it on top the new this new system of mm-hmm. high school, I guess. You know, this the new culture, the new the new society. It's a different society. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's a different way it's of fun. like the hierarchy of how everything works and like what people what's popularity and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's been flipped on its head. Like I could agree with you, but if it was in the same time or the same okay. era, uh-huh. I could understand that. But it's like how how is it nostalgic? Because it's nostalgic for like the two thousands, but she goes back into high school nowadays. Okay. So it's just I don't completely agree. Okay. Look, and for I'm me, like, I'm in the middle, so I'm just watching Josh <laughs> and who went back and forth. And for me, that I don't think your point is. Yeah, I don't think it's. I'm it in the middle sure. of both of you, actually. Mm-hmm. That stuff for me doesn't take away from. Okay. From Interesting. Because okay. it's still high school. Right. Right. I see. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And oh, actually, this is a total side note, sidebar, total sidebar. But I had to talk about this. I have to inject okay. it in the episode. With that movie, I had an interesting experience. Okay. Where, okay, to explain that, I have to explain this other thing. Okay. <laughs> Once I was having a movie marathon with my sister. Okay. And then we watched, we watched The Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, spoilers for The Usual Suspects. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it turns out Kevin Spacey was the bad guy. Yeah. Or like the- His the, character. He was the one, yeah. Kaiser Soze? Yeah, Kaiser Soze was mm-hmm. the guy. So, so then my sister and I were like, it was unexpected twist ending. Our minds were blown. Sorry, right. I totally yeah. ruined that movie. Same with me. Yeah. So then, so then after that, we watched Seven. Okay. And then turns out, he, Kevin Spacey's not in the marketing material or anything. Spoilers for Seven. He's the bad guy in Seven. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, it's the same guy. What are the odds? <laughs> we're like, no way. And my sister and I were just freaking out. And like, it was a really weird experience because we didn't plan it, right? Right. It was just that's unexpected. That's cool, though. Back to back. Back to back. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah, we, it was, that was a crazy day. So we're like, what? No way. Kevin Spacey's my guy. This was like 2010. So, right, you know, right, right, right. Before we do, oh, whatever. Oh, so yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you. so anyway. You're good. So then that happened to me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So that happened to me with, with senior year. Okay. He, Kevin Spacey. He's <laughs> no. the bad guy in that? He was I missed him. I missed he him. was still the was bad the guy, background? but he wasn't he was in the, the movie. <laughs> uh, no, I, <laughs> I watched. This, I have to find. I have to find this movie. I watched this movie called The Last Survivor. I think it's called The Last Survivor. Last Survivors. It's called. It was from last year. It's a sci-fi. Okay. Movie. Sci-fi is in the TV channel. S Y. Oh, okay. Not science fiction. Okay. It's a TV movie. Okay. Made for TV. Yeah. Made for TV movie. Made for sci-fi. Yes. So. I went into it very low expectations. Yes. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, amazing. But it was, like, all right. But the whole time, there's a lady in the movie that, like, I was, like, I recognize her from somewhere. Where is she from? I recognize her from somewhere. And I was just thinking about it, sitting on that. And then later in the day with my sister, I watched Senior Year. Mm. And then, what's her face? The, what's her name? The main woman in Rebel Wilson Rebel Wilson Wilson, right Rebel Wilson she's taking an Uber or something and the Uber driver is the lady from The Last Survivor (laughs) and I was like wait a second she's the girl from Clueless yes that's her she's the girl from Clueless I was like oh so in in The Last Survivors the lady the main lady from Last Survivor goes back to the city and rejoins her family and like goes back to her normal life okay 
So I was like, oh, she went back to her normal life and became an Uber driver. And it's like, we had that. <laughs> so that's stupid... the same world? Yeah, yeah. So God, that was my stupid so little. So that put it up a Yeah, that was, a, that was an extra <laughs> okay. three stars. Right? Honestly, yeah. that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. Did you, mean... Why didn't you give it five stars? You know, I don't know. <laughs> the jokes just didn't land there. All... So that was, a, that was a little cute little moment I had oh. with that movie. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, no, it was never going to be more than three. The the, I like the jokes. <laughs> they were funny. But that last dancing scene with that weird flag, nah, fam. Wait, what weird flag? The weird flag. I don't remember it. Never mind. But there's a weird flag there. And I was like, uh, what? I was very confused. It came out of nowhere. Remember, I said, like, when movies have an agenda, it goes down automatically. Oh, I see. It was that kind of flag? It was a weird flag. Oh, okay. Which I don't is remember fun. I mean, flag. I was I like, remember, I don't I liked, even remember. Look, unless the movie is about that, which is fine, it, it was randomly not. It just, it just put it there. I'm like, what? It was okay. weird. Mm-hmm. It, it was is a Netflix movie, so. It is. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, I still liked it enough to give it a three stars, though. Mm. Like, it was solid. I was excited to see Robert Wilson back. I enjoyed the jokes about like the teens in high school because a lot of that is sadly very accurate. Yeah. Um, which was really fun and entertaining to see in like a more known movie. But still, like I was like, man, Twenty One Jump Street just did it better. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, because, I agree with that. Because they did it better, I can't rate this higher unless it like, oh wow, this is just as good or even better than I would have made it higher. Hmm. So yeah. Cool. For anyway. me, a half star a half star <laughs> movie is like like either it's technically inept enough that I can't focus on the movie. I'm focusing on all the mistakes that okay. is happening. So it's taking you out of the movie itself because you can't help but think of like how bad the filmmaking is. That's something. That's an aspect that can take something to five stars for me. Or um, if it's outright evil, that's something mm-hmm. that will make something five star or half a star five stars. Half a star for me. Also, if um, if if it's insulting my intelligence is another one. <laughs> okay, yeah. If it's that's insulting good. my intelligence, that's something that'll make me put it at what half would, a star. What would it constitute as that? Like uh, what, for me, feeding Geostorm lands in that category. I fell asleep oh, during okay. that. Geostorm is a half star movie for me because it is. It's like you need to go into a movie with suspension of disbelief, mm-hmm. but for Geostorm, you need something else. Right. You need yeah. suspension yeah, yeah, of yeah. like everything. You okay. need to suspend your intelligence. So that's Got something it. that... That's what you mean. Yeah, it totally, like... It, it it expects the people watching it to, like, not know anything about anything to enjoy it, I feel like. Mm. So that's something that's a half star. Another one is um, uh, Loquisha. That's a half star Ooh. movie What? Ooh. How dare oh, you? Gosh, but that's that one movie. that also partially lands Ooh. in the evil category. Uh, <laughs> I have it a half star, too. And um, Star Wars we, Holiday Special, we can I have friends. a half star. Okay, good. <laughs> even though we disagree on senior year, Loquisha yeah, brings we, us together. Loquisha for sure, yeah. Um, but a special a special caveat in the half star rating for me is if it's like, I'll just, let me just list a couple and maybe you guys can understand. Okay. I don't know exactly how to categorize these, but Lion King 2019. That's half a star for you? That's half a oh, star. Oh, wow. Okay. Cats 2019. <laughs> okay, That's yes. half a star. Mm-hmm. So like unnecessary remakes movies. cynical remakes that are right. just a cash grab and literally nothing else or like yeah something like that like that just that just makes me mad i guess mad enough to give it a half a star um the most recent of these is 
Jurassic World Dominion. I gave it a half a star. Oh, snap. It's that dinosaur, right? The more people trash (laughs) this movie, the more I want to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. We should watch it. You would... It's it's delicious. It how, angry. How, yeah, you would hate it. You would hate it. <laughs> oh my god! You would really hate it. And I really want to watch it. Do you like Jurassic it, Park? Who like the original? Am I a masochist? <laughs> you I might don't know. Be. Maybe you if you want. Because wanna... I say that it's happened with films, and I do like the original. I love it. That's that movie is so nostalgic for me, and it's it's higher rated for me because of the nostalgia. And Which you know I what? get for it. It's one. great. But I it's happened to me where people say don't watch this movie it's really bad I'm like oh I want to watch it and then I watch it and I hate it and uh-huh. I hate it and I loathe it <laughs> and I'm like why did I watch this like I think I might be a masochist when it comes to movies <laughs> well this one this, if you love Jurassic Park the original okay. this one takes a massive dinosaur sized dump on it <laughs> dang it I have to watch it you really because it brings back the original cast that's what it does it that is does. unique yes. it's unique to this movie in the world trilogy. I'm gonna see Sam Neill again and you're gonna you're gonna really see him. And Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you're gonna see them. <laughs> and what was Laura Dern? Laura Dern. And and my God, and the T Rex from the first movie. Oh yeah, he keeps coming back, right? Oh my God. And he's God. even older now. Shoot me right? in the head. Yeah. And he still fights the big dinosaur. <laughs> I freaking hate that they can't get over that T Rex. Like. <laughs> I told you right. I saw him at Target. Specific. Oh, that T Rex! You recognized him. I'm like, it's that T Rex. I didn't understand what Josh meant. I was like, what is he talking? Because I I mentioned to Hila how that T Rex makes an appearance in this movie, and they just can't let go of like. uh, I don't want to get into it, but (laughs) I think the T Rex represents the the franchise. You might be right. They can't let go, and they keep making the movies. You might be right. But why the same one though? that's it you hit it on the head you hit the nail on the head (laughs) what can it be like a cousin or a son or a grandson i mean t-rexes are cool all of them but the fact that they go through all these crazy hoops to bring back the same t-rex from the first and they may wait do they tell you in the narrative that it's the same one they they you you see it you see it you see you know you, you know you know her by this point they brought and they the thing is they brought back the other dinosaurs from the first movie by that died. i mean the actors oh, oh. <laughs> so they bring them back too to try to reel you in and none of it works yikes now that um i want to real quick purchase you mentioned lion king the new yes. the remake uh-huh. i have so much respect for and I know I'm mentioning him again, but why messes review of uh-huh, that your movie, movie sucks. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's like it's more than an hour long, but and it's a it's a first parter. <laughs> I know right? I saw, with the movie. I saw part but one. I was like, oh my God. I saw the film, and I I, I agree with Josh. Wait, which and I don't one? Like the, it. Lying, the live action, the remake. Right? Yeah. Okay. And I obviously I don't like it for this and that reason, but he brought to light so much of it, and I think one of the reasons why it's a passion of his his is because of Kimba, the White Lion. <laughs> And so that's a whole other thing. Yeah, you need to watch so a video funny that, that he fell into that. But and I think it's so great too that people people are like mistaking on the history of Kimba the White Lion. And yes. he debunks all that. Yeah. But he t- he still tells you about about it. And that alongside with the new Lion King review. Yeah. It's it's such a great and well made video and like he's it's so good. But it's just the first part. Yeah, that 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 movie is one that deserves to be totally yes. eviscerated. Yes. And I'm yes. so glad that and someone he does like that. that. Yeah. He, yes. And it's so satisfying. <laughs> I feel vindicated. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know my mom wants me to, like, she's like, I really want you to watch Lion King and Mulan. She's like, the remakes. The remakes. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I want you to watch those again. And I'm like, I'll get there eventually. She's like, no, like, I want to 
be there when you watch nice. this. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, like, no, really. Like, I need to be there when you actually sit down and watch this movie. <laughs> and he points out, he points out the hypocrisy of what nowadays movie makers and you're like, you see what he's saying. He's like, yeah, they're at this point. It's just for the money mm-hmm. or sad. some kind of recognition or mm-hmm. just because you're in the industry. So oh, whatever, I'll go along with this. Not because of they want to make something good yeah, or a passion yeah. of theirs. I right. Like it brought, it brought down, honestly, I did, I didn't know much about him, but Hans Zimmer. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me, even though I'm sure he's still a great composer, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. but like, like seeing him talk talk about it mm-hmm. and like he lied on the same interview he contradicted himself yeah it's like yeah. dude what are you doing it's like it's what soulless. are you lying it's for soulless, you know? yes right. exactly soulless yeah. is the i word. think that sadly this is like a a pattern that's been happening and we return back again mm-hmm. to the disney machine mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we can't help we but... can't help it you know um Right, like that's like the the latest criticism on Love and Thunder. The Taika, although he's a great director, it felt like he just didn't care with this movie that he just released because it's just okay, it's a paycheck, it's solid, people will watch it, whatever. Yeah. So I think that sadly, if anything, Disney is removing the creativity from directors. They don't care, mm. and it's sad. Yeah. It's very depressing, but can't wait to watch those uh, remakes. Oh yeah, Lion King and Mulan. It's gonna be a fun time. I gave Mulan a one star. I don't know why. It should be a half a star too. <laughs> like, Did you have any more questions? Uh, no. Um, that's. A, I think that wraps it up for me for what I had ready. Okay. Do you think you want to watch Loquisha now? No, I don't know what that is. Don't watch it. I Do you guys think there's a a better rating system than the five star one through ten or thumbs um, up, thumbs down? You know, like maybe. Um, have you been to a doctor's office? And they ask you, like, how much pain you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On one side, it's a green smiley face yeah. smile. Yeah. And yeah. the other side, it's like someone crying and they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe something like that. Mm, that's, that's Like good. how you feel in emotion. Yeah. I usually yeah. like to also describe movies by, like, food. Huh? Hmm, that's like, good. Because, like, sometimes you want to eat something really you know good what? and healthy. But sometimes it's, like, really gooey and cheesy. Wow, and it's not Hila. that good for you. That's but perfect. it's still good. Huh, that's, that's a good That's analogy. perfect, Gila. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's really good. I really like that. I felt like I that. I like, do that. Okay, also like by vibes, right? Like for me, I'll mention like my top, some of my top five, right? Mm-hmm. That are like full on. And this is like a list. We already talked about Top Gun, but I only have that as like pure emotional, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm kicking that one out. Mm-hmm. So it would be, <laughs> and these are movies that I've rewatched and still love and still think about to this day. Like sometimes I'll be sitting on my couch and I'm like, huh. That was a great movie. Hmm. So it would be The Spectacular Now, La La Land, Spirited Away, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And then I was I was going to mention Black Swan because everyone knows that's my favorite. And it's still my favorite. Hmm. But I also had No Country for Old Men. Cool. Hmm. cool. Because I think all of these movies achieved exactly what they needed to do. And they were good at doing them. And they had great acting, great writing. In general, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved all of them. Like, La La Land, obviously, we all have seen that. It's really good. I think for me, like, the one that I always go back to and fight for is The Spectacular Now because it's so good. And I've recommended it to them. I think they yeah, watched it already. I haven't, I haven't watched it. it. It's watch so it. You have talked good. To, to me about and it. And I love this so much because it's like... That's um Shailene Woodley and George Clooney? No. Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller. Okay. It's like... A, it's like... 
about teenagers trying to go to college and it's about them like having a crush with each other during a summer vacation it's the most basic plot but it's so good it just explores what it's like to be in love and to be young and to be a teenager what it's like to go from being a a teen to into the adult world what that really means what that really signifies like all of that stuff like what it really means to grow up like i don't know it's just it's such a basic plot and story but it does this so well and the acting is phenomenal like the chemistry between the actors is fantastic the acting is really good and this is not that i don't remember when it came out but like they've acted before in other movies i've seen them act in other movies as well and they're all they're good actors both of them but in this movie they just work so well together and i loved it and i think i like it even more because it's so underrated Mm. again divergent and i think they were another movie together too but i like that it's so underrated that I like it even more. Cool. Because I'm like, I'd recommend it to a lot of people because it's actually good. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. And it makes me sad a lot. And that's when I knew like Miles Teller was a great actor because I'm like, he knows, like he understands how to portray like nuance and like the the emotional, like the feelings that you hide. He knows how to show that. Like he's really good at that. Right. So I really saw that in this movie and I really liked that. So the fact that I was able to put spectacular now next to like la la land and spirited away mm-hmm. it just to me i like it a lot cool i have spirited away at five stars also. it's so good i love that movie mm-hmm. and i watched all of these movies i watched twice cool. or more than twice in order for me to be like yeah i like them nice they're good stuff those are good recommendations for for people better than loquisha so. <laughs> better than loquisha Actually, weirdly enough, like the social network, I don't have a five stars. I only have I have it at four stars. <gasps> I know there was no emotional attachment, but it's a fantastic movie. Mm. It's like that. Like for me, four stars are like great films, but I'm not attached. Mm. Or I'm fully attached, but they're not that good. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And then from then on we continue. Nice. I wonder if if I revisit Phantom Thread, if it's even good, because you guys, haven't I want, I, I have it on my list actually. I want to watch it. It's under romantic movies. Is it? Yeah. I don't know if it should be there. But I'm excited. Sure. I saw the trailer a little bit, and like the little clip that they give you in Netflix, and I'm like, I'm intrigued. I know nothing about it, so I was going totally. Blind. I'm intrigued. It was just like that one part. Close your ears, Josh. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was joking. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> it was when it was like brief they're like wow that dress was beautiful they were like at dinner he's like oh thank you you know like very like mm-hmm. polite he's like i'm like honestly like it's so good that when she's dead i would dig it up from the grave or something like something like that and i was like what the heck because they were so in love with the dress so i was very intrigued i was like oh okay yeah. i'm like now i want to watch it i feel like it's my type of movie mm. based on the watch stuff i like somebody, why just do it Okay, he Is loves. It scary? I guess you and me. Just. Uh, you and me, we'll all watch it together. Okay. Maybe that could be my next pick. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Where are you? It's so familiar. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh no, he's back. It's <laughs> funny. Well, that's a great little uh, little Mickey Mouse. Oh, that was Mickey. <laughs> what? Who do yeah, you think that was? Oh he's my back. God, I didn't. What? That sounded just like Mickey Mouse. Honestly, at this point, it's like it could go either way. They'll sue us from all the crap we talk, (laughs) or they will give us money because we give them so much promotion. Right, right, right. No, there's people. Would you be sponsored by them? You think? If they offered a sponsorship, would you? You would take it? No. Oh. I don't think I would either. 
What if they gave us like an annual pass or something? <laughs> I will take it if they specifically promised me a lot of things. <gasps> you specifically and I'll tell you what, it, what it is. Uh-huh. What? Ready? I'm ready. If they donated donated a lot of money to international Christian organizations, more specifically about giving Bibles away and feeding the hungry and preaching the gospel. Huh. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't think they're going to do this. And they have their own um, line of Christian movies huh. that directly just preach the gospel, but are well produced. Okay. I, I, Dang, would I don't think they're going to do that. Highly you, unlikely. That would literally, and I say that very, would never happen. <laughs> what? Why not? Hey, that's when hold I on, accept. hold on. Let's let's that's put. When I will accept. If we talk about another other different like franchises, like you know, they other like Universal, maybe Lion King. What's funny is that Disney? yeah, Disney would be begging me. Oh, yeah. I want to sponsor you so bad. I'll make my own line of Christian movies. You're just, just to be that, able to sponsor yes. us. Just that. You're just just that so important. you guys can talk nice about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Compared to us, we're like. Very nice. There's other people that do that's not what I hold mean. back. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. That we we're nothing, as in like Disney. Yeah, like stuff. like we don't we don't talk that much to each other because we like some stuff by them, almost all their stuff in the '90s. So it's just the crap from now that we're like, eh. mm. maybe later in the future, and they'll decide to backpedal and give us solid. It'll be a Disney again. Renaissance. Renaissance. Yes. We'll always have the game plan. <laughs> I thought I was gonna go with like Enchanted. That is a good live action, solid. We'll always movie. have Fantasia. Enchanted is is enjoy. Enchanted is the the um Susan Sarandon plays the evil mother, right? Amy it's the one with Amy Adams. Yeah, Amy Adams plays they're, the, the okay, princess Okay, they're doing lady. a second one. Oh, for no. Disney Plus, and oh, they're no. gonna oh, ruin no. it. I can already tell. Oh, or maybe no. they'll yeah. surprise me. Well, that is so a great good. movie. Yeah. It's nice and it's it's lovely and it's, you know, it's kid friendly and adult friendly. But yeah. just to get into that, I think I think bad sequels are a product of just kind of like the unnecessary need. Yes, it's that's it's not like a word. it's out of demand for like content. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the it's a long standing tradition for Disney. Cause they did like Aladdin two and three, like Mulan two. You know, but they, so don't, like, they didn't go straight to theaters. Yeah, they're straight to, straight to DVD, VHS, straight which is to DVD. fine. So it's like that 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 tracks with, I guess, their business model. Not to defend, them, <gasps> okay, but now you're they're right. big enough, though. They're huge enough where they go straight to theater, and there's hype around it enough where they're so overly producing, so much money goes into them, and they got the budget, so that all the stars are there, everything is there. So, but then they still tank. Hmm. Yeah, because they're not good. It's because like it's good. like quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. I think as of now in this phase that they have now, they have like eighty something things planned. When that's like more than it was all of phase one, two, three. So it's like oh, as far you... as Marvel movies, yeah, Marvel movies, yeah, for example. Specific. So yeah, then... they've been spamming those like crazy. Right. Just so we forget, <laughs> we forget each one as soon as the next one comes out. Yeah. Right. So I mean, who knows? Maybe <laughs> there will be some good solid. Just the movies coming up, hopefully. To me, it's all some five star for starters. I don't know, maybe. I do have like I think the last Disney five star that I put was Tangled. I love that movie. It's so good. Cool. Maybe Moana. Moana is also really good. Hmm? Mine was Encanto. I don't know what to look up. Uh, you have Encanto's five stars? Yeah. 
because I don't know what my highest Disney specifically is. It's hmm. probably Air Buddies. Are they yes. Disney? <laughs> yeah, now they're that's Disney. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a Star you. Wars movie. Oh, that's right. It's Paddington. <laughs> they don't, and Disney does not own Paddington. Thank God. Paddington is not owned by nobody. Paddington He's a owns free Disney. Bear. See, even you, these are Disney. He's a free bear. <laughs> he wasn't. Never mind. I don't want to spoil it. I haven't seen it yet. I don't want to spoil it. And I'm thinking of like movies that were released while they were owned by Disney. Okay, that's different. Not as in like, let's say the original Empire Strikes Back wasn't owned by Disney when it was released. Right. That's what I mean. I don't know if I have a Disney in my first page of highest rated movies. <laughs> Not, not, bad, not, not that it's a bad thing. Not even Mulan, the live, not live action. Oh my the regular god! Cartoony one. I love that movie too. All those are solid. They're pretty great. Oh, well, you guys scroll. I will give an account of my journey in Disney so far. <laughs> okay, an update. <laughs> Actually, no. I put every, my live action watches of live action remake watches. On pause, just because I don't have Disney Plus at the moment, but I'll get it eventually from someone, and I will go back. I'm still waiting for Maleficent and the Cinderella movie to be on Disney. You're Plus. gonna be waiting for a little bit. <sighs> Dang sure. it! I'm gonna have to get like a free trial for Stars, so that I can watch those movies because I want to watch them in order. I want to feel the experience and how little by little they started to become terrible. Mm. Like I and I okay. I went into detail. I'm talking like movie, original, date of release, the way that it was rated in Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, and Letterboxd, the highest rating and the lowest rating. Mm -hmm. And then I also did um, the length of the films because as you see, as the years pass, the longer the movies get. Interesting. So it's like I'm going a full deep dive and I hate that because this is taking me so long, I'm going to have to add stupid Pinocchio on that movie. But yeah, yeah. <sighs> I found it. What's, okay, the, what's up? the highest rated recent? What What is it we're looking for? Highest rated recent Disney movie? That's on here, but maybe maybe because of... Drumline. It's Toy Story, the original. Oh, man, I love wow. that movie. But we're... I have it at four stars. Wow. Okay, that's solid. Coming from you, that is a good movie. That's an old. That's an old rating, though. Oh, so it's not newer, and I left it as an older. I haven't revisited. The How movie. far down do you think it can go? I think. I well, think... I'd have to re rewatch it. Do you take the sequels into account? Not four. You mean for the first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because it's the first one. So. Oh, do I take in the sequels? Do I take the previous into account? No, because like for instance, there's times that they like they'll retcon a character or whatever in the sequels, mm-hmm. or change the origin story or something like that. In the sequels. Yeah. Yes. Like, does that ever factor into the way you see the original? Like, for instance... No, it makes me hate me, the it? remake. Okay. Whatever yeah. they so decide. all your hatred goes on to the remake. For yes, it doesn't like. change yeah. anything. Like, okay, Toy Story 4. I like the movie. I just hated what they did with Buzz. I love Buzz. He's my favorite character mm-hmm. besides Jesse. And I've been vocal about it. I didn't like how they made him really dumb. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, like, that's what I was referring yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, it made him really dumb. But then when I go back at the other three movies... He's very smart. Like, in the second one, he was able to go save Woody by leading these toys across town to save Woody. And he does. Mm -hmm. He's able to manage that. He doesn't need to push the little buttons on. Like, boop. Go fight. Go fight a dragon. Like, stupid things. Like, why would he randomly decide to do that out of nowhere? That makes no sense. So, to me, 
That's why I don't love the fourth one as much. I still enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but sadly, it didn't hit the mark of one, two, and three did. Okay. Mm. Because of that, like they completely changed his character. Like, why was that needed? That, mm. that was unnecessary. That made no sense to me. And but I guess they needed that so that they could make the entire plot work because Goody's missing. He already did that. That already happened in the second one. Yeah. Right. So, oh, I guess he has to be stupid enough for this plot to work. Sorry. Gotcha. Wow. No, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. But first, one, two, and three, solid trilogy. They mm. should have left it there. There's a franchise that does this also is the sequel trilogy of Star Wars mm-hmm. that messes with some of the stuff from the original trilogy. What about yeah. that Obi-Wan Kenobi show? And the prequel doesn't? Right. The prequels do it for sure <laughs> The as prequels well. are really... Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that's one where I was like, it doesn't affect your... Because now in canon, the reason for doing stuff is like explained in a certain way mm-hmm. that you didn't have when the movie like first ben came Solo's out. like Ben Solo's name? Right, mm-hmm. right. That's canon, right? Yes, Supposedly. that is canon, yes. Or, so. or Lumpy. He's canon also. Yes, he is. So I should bring down my my uh, Revenge of the Sith rating because, because, <laughs> because of Lumpy. Lumpy's related bring to... it down a few stars. <laughs> Put it in its place. Come on. Lumpy deserves a full star. Oh, of a, of a higher. Four star. Yeah, okay. it's the same as Sorcerer, The Incredibles. Mm. Oh, I have that as a it's five a star. It's so That's my favorite superhero movie. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love Syndrome. He's great. Mm-hmm. His yeah, monologue. I'd say I'd have The Incredibles over a Toy Story if I had to choose one. Hmm. Same. It's a solid movie. I think so, too. It's really great. Now I want to go watch Toy Story. I don't actually own them, so I can't watch them unless I get Disney+. That was stupid of me. I should go buy them. But then I'd give Disney money. Mm -hmm. It scored so well, too. It's so iconic. Toy Story? The the score for The Incredibles. Yeah. Well, yeah, Toy Story, too, but yeah. That's oh, it. the I score! I I don't know why I was like the rating. I I the, you mean the music, the musical score? Yes, yes. Right, musical right, right, right. I will. Yes, <laughs> the rating score. But uh-huh. I listen to it sometimes. I'm like, I'm just gonna listen to the score mm-hmm. today, and I Good. do. I'm that driving. sounds like a very you thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm driving I hear, to work, and I listen. When I hear the Whiplash Caravan, the song Caravan from Whiplash, yeah. mm-hmm. I'll think of the Incredibles. Yeah, it sounds so similar. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Sorry, that's another Miles Teller movie. It is. Yeah, Miles Teller. I did have Whiplash on my list, but I'm like, nah, we talked a lot about him. Oh, yeah, we did. <sighs> kind of, but not really. We never told him that Goose was him. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I think for, he was We're talking Maverick from he an hour ago. casted amazingly. Yes, I agree. He really was. Because he was not Miles Teller in that movie. He was Rooster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Did you guys feel like we covered everything yeah i, I think, think i think that was a pretty so. comprehensive t- discussion like how we rate movies so mm-hmm. now that people know like i rated it yeah and blah, people blah, blah, can blah. follow us on letterbox if they want more insight on how we feel yes. about certain movies now knowing the context of like our approach yeah. our mindset and our reasoning yeah so, I follow agree. us on letterbox follow us on on instagram follow us on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts mm-hmm. whatever streaming service we're there Always waiting for you. You can rate us however you you uh feel. You can rate me a nice juicy hamburger. Oh, I'm gonna do that from now on, Hila. Food. You're gonna see my rating for a movie, and then what food it equals. Yeah, like sometimes French fry emoji. Yes. Hey, that works. Like to me, that's a good time. It's not the healthiest, but I'm here for it. Chicken drum. Awesome. 
Top Gun Maverick is a chicken wing job. Oh, okay. <gasps> that is fantastic. Oh, okay. See, I understand that. Maybe oh, my God. Better. I'm just I'm like, kidding. It's not. I just thought of a random food. Hey, and I put I'm it in the Top hungry, Gun Maverick. So a chicken leg drum thing. I'm like, I'll eat that right now. I'm <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is like a nice, large Chick-fil-A fry. Oh. Top Gun Maverick's like, oh, like a big floppy one? <laughs> no, no, no. They're nice and crispy. Crispy. Yes. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick's like a plane. <laughs> Wait, a plane? Okay, I guess. Yes. Is that a food? Yeah. Do you eat planes? Well, here oh, comes oh, you're feeding your baby. Oh my gosh. You, <laughs> are you kidding me? So, Get out. Gerber baby food? <laughs> That's right. It's That's what I would give babies. it. We put a little baby emoji. That's top I think I would give it a nice chocolate cake. Hmm. It's it's rich. It's sweet. It's good. It's sweet. There's, you know. a, there's a rooster in there. The, what? <laughs> cakes are made with eggs. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just how it feels. I it's not my favorite cake, but it's still pretty good. Nice. So to me, when I enjoy a nice slice of chocolate cake, I like with it. chocolate icing. Yes, that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> he's, he's a good. Um, he's a good action star. He's a great, if not as people call him online. And the last too much of it star. will get you sick because Scientology. <laughs> that's right. That's Remember right. Don't, how I don't eat too like much. Tom Cruise. Uh huh. I like him. No way. How would I say that? <laughs> oh, I don't, okay. I don't like him. You're turning around I, I on him. I dislike him a lot. Less. Got it. Wow. Got it. Got it. Got it. I dislike him. All right. Less. Give it another decade, maybe. I just mm-hmm. respected everything he went through to make sure that this film was yeah, what it was. Yeah, that's true. Like, he does he, have that passion. He worked yeah. very hard to make this film what it was. And he is very proud of that by making his actors learn how to freaking fly fly a plane to do all the training everything that had to go through make this film he wanted that to happen Mm -hmm. and it happened and he's very happy for it and hey it paid off that movie literally made one billion dollars titanic yeah Yeah, it did like i'm so surprised about that 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 movie is making that much money right now we're all shook yeah nobody expected that Uh at all and I think it's kind of like how we didn't mention it, but I think it's just how good the movie is because mm-hmm. it's just a yeah. good old fashioned, solid, great movie. And maybe that's also why I gave it such a high rating because sadly, they don't make movies like that anymore. And that in itself is worth the five stars. If maybe more movies were made like that, maybe it wouldn't be a five star. Maybe it would be a good three and a half, four even, but not a five. And now I think maybe in a way it's a little sad that a movie. Even though it's really good, it's a five star because other ones are just not like that anymore. Just knowing that, at least in the U.S., I say that movie has my faith. It has revitalized my faith in the movie industry, as in the theater industry. Right, like, I think so too. Up and running, even though it's not 100% getting back up and running. Like not yet. People huh? aren't going to the theater as much as they did before. But that's look at the numbers this movie is making. Mm-hmm. Like wow, crazy. Yeah, people have showed up to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you cool. regret watching it in theaters, Josh? No, I wish I'd seen it in a better theater. You chose that theater. Mm-mm. Did I choose that theater? I was I trying did. to see something in IMAX. Yeah, I know. We could. <laughs> I couldn't watch. I wanted to watch it in IMAX, but it was already out of IMAX because they had put Jurassic Dominion instead. Oh God. So I was stuck. I'm with glad it. I didn't watch that one in IMAX. Would you be upset? I probably would have been madder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. But let's wrap things up. Yes. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye.
But it's funny that we actually end the episode just like that. Wow. That's, they're like, they're going to be like, the, well, the, they'll hear the music. They'll hear the music. That's true. It's going to get louder and louder. Yeah, like, we're, we're, like, <laughs> we're like, Top Gun, Jurassic World. Yeah. Get out. You watched a new movie, right? How was it? He oh, gave are it. We starting? <laughs> no, but we can talk about it. This could be an extra on the end, so we can be... talk about it. Okay, yeah. Um, not my favorite Jordan Peele movie. Did you like it better than Us? I haven't seen Us. You really oh. haven't seen it? It was fine. It was all right. So, the thing, my thing is, I feel like it was trying to do too many things at once. So, it was literally like a horror comedy, sci fi, western drama. Like, it didn't really hit all of those. So there's some parts in it oh, that didn't work for me because hmm. it clashed with the tone of the other parts. I heard a, a slight commentary how Jordan Peele likes to plan his movies while he's really high on, like, weed. And then he, like, edits them sober. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I mean, I think that that's a big like thing that helps him. Hmm. Maybe this time around... There's some he things that it does really too well. much. Like maybe he would have focused on a couple things. Like for there's some scenes that are really, really good, but it's not the whole movie. This side right. microphone, yeah. it's on that side. Okay. But I think that newer phone, newer iPhones have have one here too, so they have it on both sides. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't go like this. It doesn't matter. I don't think I think it what would be. What if I fine. hold it like this? <laughs> what if you hold it like? <laughs> I think that it'll still go through, but it'll be awesome. I wonder all the things that Hoover has to be like, la, la, and they go, <laughs> does it make you cringe? No, not at all. Mm. It makes me laugh. Like, it'll make me cringe when I hear my own, like, <laughs> really, like my mouth breathing when I'm just listening to you guys. I'm just like, <sighs> Until I have to edit it. Like, you should leave that. You should leave it. <laughs> See if people know it. Just mute us. I forget and leave, that I... leave yours. <laughs> <laughs> he got you in the background. <sighs> <sighs> you hear us in the distance. Yeah, because you know. That...